What is up, everybody? Happy Saturday morning to you. I don't know what you're doing right now. You might be drinking some coffee. Hell, you probably may have murdered somebody last night. I don't know. You know, hide the body, motherfucker. But I'm just saying, (laughs) all jokes aside, all jokes aside, I hope everybody is doing good this morning. Um, I figured I would start out and, um, you know, kind of just the first episode, I didn't want it to be anything too serious. I didn't want to go in and start preaching to you about your about your life and, and what you should and shouldn't be doing because, hell, I don't even know what I should or shouldn't be doing sometimes. So I figured the best way to come out of, you know, in the first episode is really we're going to talk about, I thought this would be fun, I'm going to tell you about some embarrassing stories in my childhood. And when I say childhood, I mean all the way up from elementary school to middle school, it doesn't fucking matter. I'm, I'm going to tell you these stories because what I've learned is I've grown older and I, I'm 26. So I'm not going to sit here and preach to you like I'm, I'm, I'm fucking 65 and, and I have, have all this wisdom. But in my time in my life, I've learned a lot of things. And one of the things that I've learned that is beneficiary, like been beneficiary, is am I saying that right? Something else in this podcast I want to remind you guys is that I'm dumb as fuck sometimes. So if I ever say anything wrong, you guys can personally like shoot me a message and be like, hey, you said that word entirely wrong because I am the type to own up to my shit. And I guess that kind of comes around to the point I was going to make. Growing up in a time where everything seems so crucial when you're that young, as you get older and as time goes on, you start to realize none of those things actually matter in the long run. I don't, you know, I look back on these stories now that were, that to me, I thought were the end of the world, actually didn't matter at all in the long run in the scheme of things. And now when I look back on them, I actually laugh. And so that's why I wanted this first episode to be me basically explaining some funny stories that happened in my childhood. Now, to give you a quick rundown of who I was at that age, one, I was a crybaby. I cried a lot. I was very emotional. I have no shame in admitting that. Um, I was a type of person that you could beat the shit out of me. You could kick me while I was down. And I could be bladed up and have, you know, a couple black eyes. And I wouldn't start crying until somebody walked up. I could be, I mean, I'm just talking like limping crawling both my legs broke you know but i would not start crying until somebody asked hey oh man are you okay and then i would go from um you know i'm fine (laughs) you know what i said i'm not okay you know because it was it was the mental part of it for me it was that it was the fact that somebody was like oh they, they had sympathy uh, well, sympathy, empathy, I, I guess more so. They were being empathetic towards me, and that's what made me cry. Now, there's a lot of other things that made me cry. I mean, I'm going to act like, you know, I mean, I remember one time um, I had a teacher growing up in elementary school, and her name was Miss Pride. And one day we were in class, and so this is one of the, the – one of the um, not my most embarrassing story. I'll save that one. Um, for a little bit later, 
But I remember she said, we were in the middle of class and she was doing a whole lecture and everything and, and I got the hiccups. Now, remind you in school, my grades were absolute dog shit. Absolute dog shit. I mean, I hated school. And literally, I just really, it, it never worked with me. I, I had really bad um, ADD. I couldn't focus on shit to save my life. Um, I was lazy. That is completely on me. And I remember we were in class one day and I had the hiccups. And so, you know, and I was the only one in class and it was dead quiet. And I remember, I didn't know what her plan was, but she, she stops the middle of class because she notices I have the hiccups and she goes, AJ, can I see you out in the hallway? I was like, uh, like, you know, I'm sitting here, I just had the hiccups and I'm not really thinking much about it. And so I'm thinking, what, what did I do? So we go out in the hallway and she goes, AJ, I hate to tell you this, but she goes, you're failing my class. I start fucking bawling because I knew that my grades were already dog shit. My mom kept like threatening to tell my dad. Because my mom always tried to keep away from my dad because my dad was always the type that he went... If, if he was going to go in on something, he was going 100. There was, like, no in-between with him. There was no, like, next time better not happen. It was like, motherfucker, next time is now and you are in trouble. And so she always was like, mm, well, you know, I'm, I'm, I'll tell him next time. And I'm like, oh, oh, no, no. <laughs> you know, so she tells me this and, I, and I'm like, and I remember in that time and the last time that my mom told me this was the last time I started fucking crying I I mean I I cry I started crying my eyes out and she literally she's like oh hold up hold up hold up no 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 like I was just trying to get the, rid of the hiccups you're, you're doing fine and I was like my dad was gonna be so fucking pissed like she's like and then the worst part is is that she all the kids in the class saw me leave the room with her. So you, I know they were all in there talking shit. They were all, what the fuck is she going with him? What's going on with him? Why, why? You know? And here I, I come back in, my eyes are all swollen. And, she, <laughs> it's like, and, then, and then everybody at that point is like, God damn it, AJ's crying again. <laughs> so it's like... Let me tell you something. And, and that, is, that makes a crucial point in my childhood because you have to think about the fact... Now, I'm crybaby Jay. Like, <laughs> every, all the girls, all the girls that I was like, oh, man, she's super cute. And I, I don't know. I might have a little crush on her, you know? She's like, yeah, I just remember that time you were crying um, in that one class. You, you, and then that time you were crying on the playground. That time that I seen you come out of the bathroom and you were crying. <laughs> it's like, it's, I couldn't even escape from it. I was just, oh, oh, oh okay. Like, you couldn't even spit game at a bitch. It was just, huh. Hey, what's up? Oh, yeah, you're the crybaby dude. All right, I will see myself out. <laughs> but that, that's thats what I think. That, that's the fun part about childhood, and I, I don't think everybody thinks it's fun while it's happening, obviously. And, and kids these days are so much different. They, the, the internet has completely changed the whole game. So I can't go and speak on the younger generation right now, but I can speak on mine. 
I was in this middle stage between, you know, MySpace and Facebook and, and, uh, fucking instant messenger and shit like that, you know, so I can speak on that. Um, all the other complications that come with the world and the internet today, I can't speak on those. And if you're currently going through something with that, that goes with that, let me emphasize on a real note. I'll get to I'll get to telling you the funny stories here in a little bit. But on a real note, if you were out there and you were struggling with something at at a young age, and I understand the world is a lot tougher on you than it used to be on us and, and my parents and my parents before me, do not hesitate to reach out to somebody. I think we need to normalize getting help. I think we need to really normalize understanding that it's okay to feel the way you feel. If anything, reaching out to people and talking to people helps mold your your brain growing up into a more comfortable state. It, it prevents anxiety, prevents all these things that I felt like hold back a lot of people and a lot of young kids who felt like they're kind of trapped in a box. If you feel like you're trapped in that box, talk to somebody. Who gives a fuck if so-and-so in your class thinks you're fucking weird because you might like dudes and you're a dude? Or if you are a girl that might like girls or you might just be somebody who likes both. Doesn't matter what the gender is. Talk to somebody about that shit. Don't let that shit build up. Be happy and embrace who you are. Because let me tell you something. The most charismatic people that I've ever met are people who fully embrace who they are. You, are. you are literally doing yourself a favor whenever you're able to be comfortable. Because I know that it, you, you get into the, because I grew up in a small town. I know how easy it is to get boxed in. You, you got old heads out here that are, oh, I don't believe you marriage is between a man and a woman. That's that's what I believe, and that's how I'm sticking to it. Well, good for him. Let let him think that way. But if if you are happy being with somebody, it does. I don't give a fuck who it is. Because me personally, I'm straight as fuck. I <laughs> I can't I can't I can't I can't cut corners on that one. I I mean I will. I'm so comfortable with my sexuality that I'll look at somebody and be like, damn, that's an attractive dude. Like that 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 dude. I can see this dude just slaying. Does it mean I want to fuck him? No, no, it, it means that I understand the dude. It, it, I, I got respect for him already. I mean, if, if he comes out and he's a shitty person, well, he's a shitty person. I, and I, I'll, just, I'll write that motherfucker off too. But I think growing up, we, we especially in a small town, you get, you, the people box you in. They say, oh, this is, you shouldn't do this. You shouldn't do that. If something feels natural to you, then maybe that shit is actually natural. So if you are at an age in your life and you feel like you are at a fork in the road and you don't know where to go, talk to somebody. I think guidance counselors, um, I don't know about you, but I had a guidance counselor growing up in elementary school that was actually very beneficiary. Did, did I just say it again? Almost beneficiary? Is, is, that's not the word. Oh, God. Like I said, guys, um, <laughs> if you want, if you want to leave a comment there um, and then uh, send send me a message on how to say beneficiary, I guess. Um, but it was it, it it the benefits were were there for me because she was very understanding. 
she knew something was going on in my head and, and, and she was always understanding about it. And I love that. So reach out to people, you know, um, talk to your parents, say, Hey, I, I need to talk to somebody about something about this, whatever you may be feeling, because I've, I see too many, too many young people struggling these days, um, because they feel like the world's going to judge them the most. And on that note, Hopefully this makes, I mean, if you're out there and you're listening to this, hopefully this makes you feel better because I am about to go into a row session on myself. So as you're getting help and as you are, you know, growing up and you're fully growing into who you actually want to be, I hope something like this reaches out to the people who need it the most. And so what I'm going to say is this is where we start. So I am naturally a really good storyteller. I can pipe off a lot of advice um, for people and, and I run off on tangents, but I can tell you my childhood stories to a T. So we're going to start out. I'm going to what I'm going to do is I'm going to start out from the lightest embarrassment and then we're going to go up to the most embarrassment. So the lightest one. And this says a lot about me growing up. I remember being a child because because like that that the time that Miss Pride made me cry outside the class and I had to come back in and I, my eyes were swollen and I looked like I'd been crying and everybody knew it. That was light work compared to the rest of my life. I'll never forget. For some reason, growing up, smacking girls' asses was was a thing that we that which this is like some caveman bullshit now when i look back on it i'm like wow they should have put me in child prison like that was that was so uncalled for but you know how fucking kids are kids are like man they 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 they, they ramble on and hey you know like because let me give you guys a description of who i was growing up i was chubby as fuck and i had long hair and I was wearing a three days grace t-shirt in my childhood pictures. I look like I look like I should have been a sponsor for Little Debbie. Like, <laughs> like, like I, I should have been Little Debbie, Little Debbie should have reached out to me and paid me some money because I I didn't even I didn't drink water growing up. I thought water was gross. I I drank Sam's Cola from Walmart. I was I mean, I was hick as fuck without being hick as fuck. And I was just so unhealthy. I and and it's like because they couldn't, you know. My mom was like, "Oh, you gotta eat your broccoli, but I'll fucking douse it in cheese so you'll actually eat it," you know. And and then and it's like the same thing with like, "Oh, well, you um, you like little uh, Swiss cake rolls," you know. And then uh, and then I turned into a Swiss cake roll. So I was not in shape. I was terribly out of shape, to be honest. I, you know, because in my mind, I wanted to be, I wanted to be this, like, I, I looked at all of my friends and, and a lot, and, you know, a lot of them were really athletic. They were, they, they were, you know, they were super coordinated in basketball or they were big enough that they could, you know, push some motherfuckers around in football, you know, and then there was me. Here I am just, here I am just wobbling around this bitch just hoping that I make somebody laugh with my jokes, 
you know, <laughs> I hadn't hit a growth spurt. So I, you know, I, I looked like I had no neck. And so growing up for me was, was, and I'm not going to act like it was, I mean, it was my, it was my own duty. I was not healthy at all. I mean, that's really, that was really the, the gist of that. And I just, I never really matched up with where I felt like would be, you know, like who I wanted to be. I think I had this idea in my head that I really wanted to, I want, I, have you ever been in a situation where you were in class or anything, or you even went home and you just imagine yourself as somebody else? I used to do that all the time. I used to literally sit there and imagine that I was doing things that I was putting no effort towards. That's where my laziness came in too. I would imagine myself, I and, and this is and this is embarrassing too, but <clears throat> to give everybody an idea of like how much I'm gonna roast myself on this this podcast, I used to sit in my room and I would lip sync to songs. And and I was I was listening to like heavy metal songs at the time. So it was like Metallica and 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 you know, just I mean and I used to imagine myself if I was this person. But the thing was, the big difference is, is that I didn't put any of the work towards it. I would imagine myself as like being like a like, you know, a guitarist and playing guitar and, and being able to do all that stuff. But I just I was so I was so um how do you say it? I love the idea of being that person more than actually pursuing any of it in general. So like I wasn't studying chords. I wasn't doing any of that. I just, I had this idea in my head that, because I think a part of me knew that I was like, I'm, I'm, I'm an attractive dude. I'm not, you know, I'm not a complete, just, you know, fucking just monstrosity of a person. Like I, I knew that I was, and so I was like, well, I got the look. But I never actually put any of the work in to actually do any of it. So doing that growing up, I and now that I've gotten older, I realize is that all of that stuff that I was fantasizing about could have actually been done if I would have put the work in. So if you're out there right now and you and you feel like you're kind of doing the same thing, and there and you know, I might be the only person on the planet Earth that was doing that. And that's fine too. I've come to accept that. But if that is who you are now, I want to let you know that you can do those things. Possible. Definitely possible. Now, also remember, I'm, I'm rambling. So uh, one big thing that I did want to pull up. <laughs> and <laughs> it's, it's the it's the big guns. Um my favorite story was the time that I shit my pants in the library when I was like 12 years old. No, I think I was 11. I was 10 or 11, I think. 12 is a little bit, a little bit too high. I feel like I might be more so a teenager at that point. Um, because like I said, th this podcast, I mean, I, I hope you guys know that you're going to just listen to a lot of random thoughts come off the top of my head, especially now that I'm just kind of getting used to this. Um, I like the process. I love being able to open up about these things. And 
it is going to take a time for me to actually find some structure to this, but I, I, I don't know, like amongst my family and my friends, it, everybody's always enjoyed hearing me just ramble on about stuff because it is funny. And I know it's funny now that I've grown up. So I will tell you guys about the time that I shit my pants in the library. So we had a library teacher growing up named Miss Shouse. Now, this woman could either be a saint when she woke up, or she could have chose to be a bitch. And there was two different things. And I don't know what her life was out like was like outside of school, but I do know that the day that I shit my pants, she woke up and she chose bitch. Because <laughs> because I'll tell you exactly what happened. So I'm assuming, I don't remember what I ate the night before, but I'm assuming it had a lot of cheese in it. And I'm also assuming I probably was just eating the cheese because we were, you, you know, this is back when they just got a projector and they put the projector on the, you know, cause used to, they used to roll that big ass fucking cart out with the, with the, the, the with the 800 pound TV on it. That was only like 20 inches, you know, and they, and you were like, well, well fuck, I don't have to do anything today. We're just watching movies. And, uh, that was always the best. And, they just got this projector in the, in the library and they were like, and she's like, and of course they still hooked up a VCR to it. And, and they were, she was putting in some kind of, I don't even know. It was some kind of informational library movie. I mean, it, I'll just tell you right now, it wasn't wishbone, which was my favorite it was the little Jack Russell. I don't know if you guys remember that one, the little Jack Russell that, that would time travel and shit and go back to medieval times. And then and, and they were just all talking to a dog like that was normal. I don't know if you guys remember that one, but that was real. Um, so this was something else. I don't even remember what the whole story of the plot of the movie was because I shit my pants. Um, so I remember I was sitting there and I'm like, I start here. I start feeling the bubblies in my stomach. I'm like, oh my God. I'm I'm about to shit. I'm gonna shit. It's happening. And and it's you know, the lights are off, it's all dark. And I was like, All right, well, um, I was like, man, I gotta, you know, so I felt this the, the bubbly's coming on, and then I started, I was like, all right, I, I think this is just a fart. And that's always that's always the 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 last line that somebody says until they shit their pants. You know, I think it's just a fart. <laughs> it's, it's it's real. It's a, I think it's just a fart. No 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 no. This was this was this was more than a fart. So I'm sitting there, and I'm like, all right, I'm just gonna let this fart out, and then I'm gonna ask go to the bathroom because somebody already took in the bathroom pass. So I wasn't able to get up and just go to the bathroom. And she and Miss Shouse was always stern on that. She was like, "Oh, don't." Uh, she's like, uh, "She's like, you have to wait until the pass comes back, you know." And I was just like, "So I'm like, well, the pass is gone. Um, I don't know what old dude's doing in the bathroom, but um, I something's going on in my stomach, and I I can't predict it." So here I am sitting there, and so I'm like, you know what? Fuck it. I and so I'm like, you know what? I'm just gonna try to. Just fart out the gas, you know. So I sit there and I, I let out one of those, and then right there at the end, it's just. I was like, 
Oh, no. <laughs> I realized I just shit my fucking pants. And it was and it was not it was not a clean shit. It was a messy shit. So here I am. Here's my game plan. Cuz you know you, I don't know if you guys have ever actually shit your pants even even at a young age, you cuz now that I'm older, I've never shit my pants when I'm older. I would I would stop on the side of the road and just and just, and just blow out my asshole. But before I would shit my pants, just for the respect for myself, you know, and, the, and you know, I can't take that away from me. I'm, I'm not going to, you know, so I sit there and I thought this was just a fart and I just find out that I just shit my pants. Now, this is where things get really good. This is where it gets, this is where it gets juicy. No pun intended. Um, I'm sitting there. And I remember one of my buddies was sitting across from the table and, and you know, we had the lights off and everything. We're watching this movie. Miss Joss is up there just like, just, I don't know, reading a book or some shit. I don't know. She's not paying attention. And I just remember one of my buddies was like one of these like athletic, like, you know, like, like, you know, jockey dudes. And he's like, dude, somebody fucking farted, dude. It smells terrible in here. <laughs> so, you know, me, I, <laughs> I play it off. I'm like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, somebody, somebody farted, man. That's gross, man. That's, <laughs> that smells disgusting. <laughs> you know, you know, because you're trying to play it off like you, you ain't the one who just shit your pants, and 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 so everything kind of dies down again because I played it off. It was super cool, and nobody admitted to it because it was me. And I just remember he turns back around again about five minutes later. And, Dude, I'm for real, bro. Somebody keeps fucking farting and it smells terrible. And I was like, oh. I'm like, yeah, dude. Who who shit their pants, man? Like, what's going on? Like, dude, where you at? Like, then show yourself, you know? Like, I'm like I'm over here talking to ghosts and shit. Like, they're just... <laughs> and, I, and so I have to keep this charade on for at least another 30 minutes. And like 10 minute like intervals. Like, I mean, this... My same dude, he's like, you know, I'm being for real, bro. Somebody really shit their pants because it smells terrible in here. And I'm still waiting on old dude that went to the bathroom. Like, he's been there for 30 minutes. I don't know if he's, like, reading, like, Lord of the Rings or some shit. But he but he is not coming back and with the with the pass. And I and I eventually, I was like, yeah, you know, because you do the little crab walk. You do, ha, ha, ha. Yeah. Hey, hey, Miss Shouse. Hey, Miss Shouse. Is there any way that, like... I could go to the bathroom because I got to go to the bathroom really bad. She's like, you got to wait on the pass to come back. I'm like, well, he's, he's been gone for a hot minute. And uh, she's like, well, you know, at, at this point, I'm almost expecting her to be like, it smells like shit in here. <laughs> you know? like, so I'm like, I'm like, all right, all right, all right. All right. So, I, you know, I wobble back to my seat, sit back down. I'm realizing that I ruined this chair, too. This chair is ruined. Um, I'm hoping at this point it hasn't soaked through enough to ruin it. But I know it's there's going to be some duty particles that are still on there, and finally, the dude comes back with the pass, and she's like, "AJ, you can go to the bathroom now." And remember that my friend is also still sitting there, like, "Dude, it smells like fucking shit in here." Like, does anybody else not notice that? <laughs> and the whole time I'm sitting there playing it off like I'm crab walking out the at the library just yeah I don't know who did that that's crazy <laughs> like like at this point I'm trying to give him signals to know that like this is me this is I'm the one who shit my pants you know like and so and so I literally did that and and what I did was I went to the bathroom and and luckily enough nobody was in there but what I did was 
I just, I just, because I was not going to be the guy. I don't know how people did this when they were growing up. How did anybody call their mom to come bring them a new pair of pants at school? I would rather run out of school and get in trouble for truancy and just run back home because I was able to walk from my school to my home before I would ever have my mom show up and be like, I brought AJ a new pair of pants. <laughs> like, I'll shit my pants. I'll flush my whole pants down the toilet and say that I got my leg caught on the door and then rip my pants off. Like I'm, I'm not that person. So I literally, and the lucky thing is nobody ever knew until now. So if, if you were in my elementary class and you were smelling shit that day, that was me. And I think that's a big thing about growing up is realizing that we all fuck up. I mean, you it it is what it is. It's funny now when I look back on it. I tell that story and it's always one of my favorite go-tos whenever I'm drinking with people or even just, you know, sharing old childhood memories. It's always one of my go-tos because I look back on it now at that time being when, yeah, when I had a pants full of shit, I, I thought that was the end of the world. I was like, this is it. I'm never going to date anybody. Everybody's just going to remember me as crybaby shit pants, you know? But reality is, is that I grew out of that. And now that I make, now that I make it funny, people respect that more than the fact that I actually shit my pants. So I guess it's almost a metaphor for if, if you felt like you're really fucking up somewhere or you have fucked up somewhere... It's not that big of a deal. If you embrace it and fully say that you understand what happened and why it happened, your life, like I said, it's a great metaphor is the fact that you can shit the bed and still grow out of that. You can still come out of that swinging and make the best out of that situation as long as you embrace that. So if you fucked up in your life at some point, and you feel like there's no coming back from that, just remember that I shit my pants in elementary school and I sat there for a grueling 30 minutes of everybody. And I mean, it's not even just like the, my one friend over there who just kept being like, man, it smells like shit in here. Who shit their fucking pants? That is, that is the basic metaphor of life is that somebody's always going to sit there and want to, and want to, you know, basically put you down for feeling like you did something wrong and you know but the thing that you have to understand is, is that time passes on and time fixes everything so on a serious note because i will jump in and out of the serious notes and i'll put all the funny stuff in between but if you are in a point in your life where you feel like you really did shit the bed or you shit your pants you need to understand that Time will heal all of these things. Things will get better. And you'll look back at a certain point in your life and go, wow, I was there at one point, but I'm still here. And that applies to everything. That, that applies to if you are depressed, you have anxiety, you feel like you can't go on till tomorrow, understand that something is going to happen in your life that'll make you reassure yourself that you are glad that you stayed here or that you are glad that you moved past that. And that to me is what makes life so golden and so awesome is that we can have these terrible moments in our life and then 
even me growing up, I've, I've, I've seen things that I wish I wouldn't have seen. I've lost people that I wish I couldn't have lost. But I still understand that waking up every day and doing what you're supposed to do to continue on and for the people that are you know still around you, you look back on those things and yeah, it still sucks. But knowing that you were able to move past that and life kept going lets you know that time does heal all. Give it some time. And like I said too, and, and I mean, I really want to push this because I pushed it in the beginning of the podcast. If you are, if you're struggling, do not, do not hold all that inside. Talk to somebody. I don't care if it's your mom. I don't care if it's your dad. I don't care if it's your aunt, your uncle. I don't care if it's your guidance counselor. Talk to somebody about that stuff because on, like I said, another serious note, and and I, I know I originally planned on making this all funny, and and you know, and I and I'm glad that you guys will be able to roast me about me shitting my pants in elementary school, but I'm being serious when I say talk to somebody because it doesn't matter how bad you are feeling. There's always a way to get around it. There's always a way that you're gonna find an option that makes you happier or that makes you more prosperous and it, it, it makes sure that everybody around you is, is just as happy as you are because they like seeing you happy. And that's a thing. Do not hesitate to do those things to improve your mental well-being. And also do not hesitate to, you know, shit on yourself sometimes. I mean, like I once again, no pun intended, but, you know, be okay with the fact that we all fuck up. It's 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 a thing, you know? And what matters is, is at the end of the day, as long as you are happy and you are understanding that you are not alone in this world, that's what really matters. So guys, on that note, I am about to uh, drink some um, coffee. Um, not not for, straight from Starbucks. It's the, I'm, I'm a basic, basic bitch. I'm uh, I got it from the gas station, uh, the double shot energy vanilla, uh, Starbucks, but I hope you guys have a great rest of your Saturday. I hope it, it, I hope this podcast made you laugh. I hope it made you think, but I want to let you know that through all this and everything else in between that the reason why I made this podcast is because life is really complicated and life is different for everybody. But I also hope that these things bring to light things that you're going through that I've went through. And I hope it helps you in that process. I hope I helped you make you laugh. Like I said, and I hope that it also, you know, kind of leaves some food for thought for you. But other than that, I hope everybody stays safe out there. Um, I got to get the vaccine at some point, which I guess is going to be this this week or so. I got holidays coming up and got to see the family. But um, other than that, it's been an absolute pleasure getting all these thoughts off my brain that usually just kind of sit there and meddle around. But uh, yeah. Everybody, have a good 
fucking day. And like I said, stay safe out there. This has been AJ Lindsay, and this is Life's Complicated.